Hi everyone, thank you so much for coming back and listening to Uni's Diary. We are almost halfway through book one. I cannot believe it. We are on chapter six and chapter six is dismissed. And this is going to be a bit of a different episode because I'm going to throw it back to 2019 when I wrote a letter. And this letter is very, 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 very pivotal in terms of where God has taken me and where he continues to take me. And so I'm going to get right into this and then I'll explain what it all means in the reflection episode. So let's get it. All we have to do is put our trust in him and watch him work. She dared to trust. Just watching it blow in the wind without a care, licking the blue sky as if to say the future is bright, knowing I would reach higher heights. So fast forward to today, August 14, 2019. I woke up that morning knowing full well that it would be that day. That day my job would carry itself from my hands, my comfort zone where I thought I was in control, to the winds of uncertainty for my future. But certain it was in God's hands to higher heights. I was walked to the HR office to hear, as you know, there are cuts being made in the organization. As of December 2019, the position you occupy will no longer exist. No longer exist? I couldn't help but venture into my own thoughts about how horrible that wording was and worse, how it sounded. The voice echoing the sounds didn't sound confident. No emotional attachment. Just papered her lips to words. The words just rolled out exactly as they were written in the letter. As if she just vomited the words. I woke up that morning knowing something was off balance. Off balance. Off balance. Off balance? Doesn't that sound conflicting? Something's definitely off, I thought. But there's still a delicate balance to all the mess. I had conjured up what all this off would look like months before it happened. So let me take you back some. Where I worked was cutting jobs left and right. Finding cuts equaled jobs cut. The equation was pretty much that simple. So why would I be surprised when it happened? Well, I'll explain that. Right, so back to the cutting business, cutting jobs. So when we got news that the organization would be downsizing, I knew what that meant for me as a new hire. That meant as time cut away, so would my job. It would float away like dust in the air. Then I snapped back to hear the rest of the recited words the other woman across the table had to unleash. I sat there responding, okay, so as to question the people at the table and on the phone to hurry and finish the rest of their speech. Quite honestly, I just wasn't interested in listening to more. For one, I had already envisioned it. It was no surprise. Indeed, they could see just that. 
No look of shock or disappointment across my face. Just me lost in my thoughts about what God revealed to me months before this, about this very same thing. I could feel myself floating into the hands of God like a paper airplane that even well-constructed would gracefully make its way back into the hands of its maker, my maker, my maker. My God would catch me and carry me through, even though it looked impossible. I went back to my desk to pick up my stuff to get out of the space I felt so suppressed by since starting the job. I had felt deflated, balloon deflated, just like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> my skills, experiences, voice was being muzzled up into this huge sea of people who had to do everything they were told. No room for my own voice, no way to teach my community, no way to do the work I so longed for, to change those rules. In the room with the union steward, before I went back to my desk to pick up my stuff, I shared my faith. My trust in God would carry me through. At a dead end, do you keep driving or do you stop and surrender all? I choose the latter. I discovered God's grace in the gift of knowing things before they'd happen. I saw this. I had conjured it up. I had worried, then didn't worry, then worried, then didn't worry, then worried, then didn't worry, then waited. After gathering some things from my desk, I headed out. I could see myself breaking through close curtains into a beam of golden light. I knew a new start was on its way. A restart button, a new start, a fresh start. I texted my fiance and a wave of tears gathered in my eyes, but I held it back. <laughs> a taxi driver was actually driving me back to my car at the subway station. So I tried not to cry a river in that taxi. Tears of joy, not of pain or worry, joy. He'd sent me a word of encouragement that morning that confirmed what would take place that day. So I was wearing the full armor of God, ready for battle. God had already won. Trust. The train was out of service at my station in Toronto before I got to my station where my car was parked. So I grabbed a bubble tea, my favorite, and walked to the next station. I walked past City Hall. I paused for a photo and thought, the train that passes through my usual station is closed and here I am in front of City Hall, walking past Metro Hall where I'd worked the summer before. A confirmation of what I knew, a whisper of reassurance from God. I got you, Eunice, trust me. And with that, I read the most wise words, a second set of words of encouragement after it all happened from my fiance. All we have to do is put our trust in him and watch him work.
All we have to do is put our trust in him and watch him work. So this letter was literally me just pouring out all my thoughts and what God had shown me months before this day. And I was just pouring out all that I could see, all that I could feel, what I was thinking. And so I wanted to share with you because it's so powerful when I look back at where, you know, God has literally taken me from. I can't wait to talk about this and to reflect on this in next week's reflection episode. I'll expand more so you can get a deeper understanding or a fuller understanding of this letter. But until then, please feel free to catch up on any of the chapters that you have missed or haven't listened to yet. And I will catch you next week on the reflection episode. Peace and love. Bye.